Good morning, and thanks for joining me again this morning. I am honored that you would join me for this devotional time. Well, we're looking at Psalm 100. It's a great psalm. Of course, all the psalms are great, but I particularly like this one. It's a great psalm about worshiping the Lord. If you have your Bibles with you uh, and you can grab them, turn with me to Psalm 100. A psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Well, Psalm 100 is the only psalm which is explicitly labeled as a psalm for giving thanks. Uh, of course, that doesn't mean that other psalms are not written for giving thanks. Psalm 118, for example, uses the word thanks more than any other psalm. But Psalm 100 is the only psalm with the title, a psalm for giving thanks. Psalm 100 is also a psalm with a lot of imperatives, seven commands, in fact, for worshiping the Lord Yahweh, Jehovah. Let me just list them. Uh, the first in verse one, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Second, verse two, serve the Lord with gladness. Uh, number three, come into his presence with singing. In verse three, the fourth command, know that the Lord, he is God. In verse four, the fifth command, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And then the sixth command and seventh command also in that verse, give thanks to him and bless his name. All of these commands are also invitations to gladly and gratefully submit to the Lord's Lordship. Yes, we're commanded to worship God, but, but that's the very thing we should want to do. Out of a deep sense of gratitude for all the Lord has done for us, we should desire to make a joyful noise to the Lord and serve him and sing to him and know him and thank him and bless his name. Well, I want to consider some of these imperatives uh, just a little more closely this morning. Verse one, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. The word translated joyful noise means to shout with gladness. We're called to praise God loudly because we're happy with him. We don't necessarily have to shout, but this is a reminder that our worship is not uh, to be boring or, or ho-hum. Our worship is to be exuberant. Verse two says to serve the Lord with gladness. We serve the Lord with our worship. We also serve the Lord when we serve others, when we feed the hungry, when we welcome the stranger, when we uh, help provide clothing or housing, or maybe we visit in nursing homes or hospitals. And the list could go on and on. The point here is to gladly serve the Lord. Uh, this service doesn't require, you see, someone twisting our arms. Instead, we willingly serve because we know it's service unto the Lord. Verse two continued, come into his presence with singing. Here we have another call to worship the Lord 
and to do so with our singing. Singing has always been a part of the worship of the Lord. And singing, as many of you can attest, so often draws us into the presence of the Lord. There's just something about singing that greatly enhances our worship of the Lord. You know, I've come to worship some Sunday mornings and I've been so tired, sometimes even wondering how I can possibly have the energy to preach. But then we sing and the Holy Spirit fills that music and the Holy Spirit fills my heart such that I cannot help but enthusiastically proclaim the Word of God. The late James Montgomery Boyce in his commentary points out that these first three imperatives give us a well-rounded call to worship God and to witness unto God. We're to shout, serve, and come together for worship. We're to give our shouts, our verbal witness of God. We witness unto him by our service to others. And we witness by coming together and worshiping. Well, let's look at one more of the great imperatives in this psalm. Verse three, know that the Lord, he is God. You know, when I hear this verse, the first thing that comes to mind is know that the Lord is God and that I am not. Know that it's not all about me, but all about the Lord. When I seek to know God and to know how amazing God is as our creator, redeemer, and sustainer, I begin to see just how small I am and how grand and big and awesome God is. Our attitude should be that of John the Baptist who said, I must decrease and he must increase. John Piper wrote uh, in Don't Waste Your Life that God calls us to pray and think and dream and plan and work not to be made much of, but to make much of him in every part of our lives. Beloved, are you joyfully worshiping the Lord? Are you serving the Lord with gladness? Are you exuberant in your worship of the Lord? Are you making much of the Lord? Well, let's pray together. Oh Lord, we come to worship you with hearts so grateful for all you've done as our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. We come to gladly serve you. Oh Lord, inspire us to sing your praises, to give you our best in worship. Oh Lord, help us make much of you. We pray that you might increase and that we might decrease. To you alone be the glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, in light of, of this text today, if you're looking for a place to come together with others in worship, we would invite you to join us at Stuart Presbyterian Church. Uh, you can learn a lot more about us at stuartpresbyterian.org. Well, thanks again for joining me today. And remember solely Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.